Yo, this is another episode of Others Like Me. I'm the host, Jerron Kane. Today is January 4th. It's a Monday. It's been a while since I spoke to you guys. Happy fucking holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. Hope all that shit was fucking straight. I enjoyed mine. Um, yeah, just hope that shit was good. On to a new one, right? Let's hope that this year is not even a third as shitty as last year, because I don't think we're all going to make it through another one. <laughs> we're not going to make it through another one like that for sure. Um, So I'm not going to lie, I definitely milked the episodes that I did with my brother uh, back in November. I meant to release a few other episodes in between that and then have that release over time. But then I had to like realize like I needed to buy myself some real lifetime to get other things handled that I couldn't do everything at the same time kind of deal. Uh, so I released those throughout the month of November and December, as you saw, and haven't done a solo one in a minute. So here we are. Um, pretty much. So in November, I finished the move uh, getting all my stuff out of the apartment with Stevie Stevie went about his ways, like we all know, and uh, relocated to Connecticut to be with his family up there. Um, to nobody's surprise, Stevie's been dodging my text as far as paying off our debt that we owe together. So I'm going to give him probably throughout the rest of January before I move into next phases of my plan for that. Um, it's unfortunate that that's the way it's going, but that's how it's going. So in the meantime, also, I had to focus up on job hunting and acquiring a job so that I have some kind of income finally again that I can pay this debt off with and survive off of, too. <clears throat> that job since then has been acquired. It took me about, I want to say around a month to a month and a half to get into this job. Excuse me. Which, shout outs to uh, my homie KJ for getting my foot in the door. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing this job. Carpet cleaning uh, requires me to travel a bit, different states. I've only gone on one trip so far. And that shit is a lot of work. It's a lot of easy, repetitive work, but it's definitely tiring. Definitely a lot of footsteps. Uh, you know, it is what it is. I have a goal in mind that I need to pay for and a time frame that I'm doing this job for. Other than that, everything else is still full, like full absolute focus to go like other than that podcast stream, things like that. Uh, that's one of the other things that I've been up to. Hold on, let me light this spliff because I'm tripping. It's like fucking where are we? We three minutes into this bit. Yeah, that way I could stop, stop rambling, talking so fast. But um, so yeah, that's what uh, that's what the fuck I've been up to for the past two months, and working on background things for the podcast and my stream on Twitch, which podcast logo is like ninety five percent complete. That's coming soon. Which, with that, would also come merch and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. The same thing for my stream on Twitch. That logo for Martian is completely um, done. Uh, if you haven't seen that, that's on my default on all my social medias. So, 
that means that more fun shit is going to be available for me to do coming soon throughout the nearby future. <laughs> uh, just to quickly recap, like, my Thanksgiving and my Christmas, uh, that shit was pretty cool. Thanksgiving spent with Maddie's mom and her husband, Sarah and Brian, so, uh, on that side of the family, Maddie has five stepkids, the stepkids were not there for Thanksgiving, they were with their mom, and it was just the four of us, just a really small, like, personal Thanksgiving, this was the first time in which I got to sit down and actually have conversations with her mom, and, like, get to know her, her get to know me kind of deal, you know, them grill me, see what I'm about, try to, like, sense if I'm a serial killer or not. <laughs> but that shit went pretty fucking good. Um, we ate good, fucking watched some Tosh.0, had some good laughs, went about our night. Spent Christmas the same way. That shit went a little different, though. This time, all of the kids were there. And I got to witness a Christmas unlike any that I've ever witnessed uh, because there were so many kids, for one, and there was a lot of opportunity for these kids to get a lot of fucking gifts. And there were so many gifts there, you couldn't see the fucking floor where they were placed. The reason why that was astonishing for me to see is because uh, my family did not have that. <laughs> my family... Uh, doesn't have as many siblings well actually i'm lying we're like one short of her family but definitely wasn't anywhere near as many gift giving and things like that so it was really cool to see see a family be able to do that and see those kids be that excited about that shit especially when you're fucking like my age and it's just getting to a point where christmas is just christmas like it starts to become about the kids, if you do have kids and it's not even about you anymore, you just start to get old and start to get weird shit, like, not even that this is weird, I'm mad thankful for what I got, but just, like, so, for example, I got, like, uh, first of all, I got a pair of gunner glasses, they're gaming glasses, which I've wanted for, like, a few fucking years, that's, like, definitely the best thing I got, and I got, like, a couple books, pair of slippers, you know, shit like that, little, little knickknacks that you get when you're almost 30 years old, but my man Rowan, <coughs> next to me, fucking Maddie's little stunt brother, I mean, got like, you know, just a whole bunch of shit, but I look over one time, and I notice he had like, this fucking tank, this like, cool ass looking tank, it might have even had a remote control to it, and I'm just like, damn, bro, so I'm just too old for the toy tank now, like, I get books and slippers, that's just where you start headed. <laughs> Wait, where the fuck? Where's my cool-ass tank at? But that, that shit was fire. That shit was fire, though, for sure. It really made me reminisce on all my childhood Christmases. And, like, really appreciate them way more. And appreciate being present in that moment, definitely. Um, other than that, let's get into some deeper shit real quick. 
So everybody knows what happened with the living situation with Stevie and uh, going our separate ways, having the debt we do now. But I haven't told everybody what I've been doing since and where I live now and how that shit's going. So here you go. I've been uh, when that happened, I moved into Maddie's house. I uh, got a storage again for like the 20 something fucking time that I've gotten storage for like 90% of my shit and then moved pretty much just the necessities into her house not to take up too much of her space not that there was much space to take up anyways um but yeah it's been it's been not perfect and I don't mean that negatively because I don't think that really any of these situations are perfect for two people in a relationship once you take the step to live together. You know, shit hits the fan sometimes, but I will admit that shit is not hitting the fan as often as anyone would expect or that I even expected. Like, I thought it would be a lot worse based on the older expect, uh, expectations, <laughs> the older perspectives that I had on it. Um... Which, like, mind you, these older perspectives that I had on this were, like, mostly mostly negative based on the prior experience that I've had with taking this step with moving in with a female I'm in a relationship with. Um, through doing that and through recent just switching up of my perspective on things, I was able to kick all of that shit and gain a new angle on this living situation and think about it more positively and make it work for the better um and you know you, you get what i'm saying um but to more explain prior experiences of why it is i thought that this would go to shit taking a drink hold up So in all my um, prior experiences like this, they've all pretty much gone to shit over the same, uh, really the same problems. They've all gone to shit over uh, just monetary values during the situation of being a provider or not. Um, being a man or not, bringing such and such amount of money into the household, us splitting this and that, everything being 50-50, blah, 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 comes from, like, a few exes. It comes from uh, D, who had a two-year-old son, which didn't go well, because during my relationship with her, one, we rushed into, rushed into that shit, living together really quickly, and then I unluckily became unemployed for about five months, had a car accident, broke my hand. That put me out for another two months, right when I was about to get a job to start working again. And then, like, that whole relationship went to shit because pretty much, like, I was just, like, not making any money or bringing any value to the situation. And that's difficult when you're, you're a mother and you have a kid and you're with a guy who's just not not doing that, that 50%, you know what I mean, so, understandably so, that, sh that went to shit 
over that and a lot of other reasons that I don't need to get to, but whatever. That was one. And then uh, another one you guys all already know because I've had the podcast since that happened. Another situation like that was the one with Hannah um, and Evelyn and moving into her house. And another one that like kind of it didn't really go all the way to the point of us living together. But with Brenda, like we had talked about it. We were almost at the step of doing it. But because of her observations of me and my financial decisions during our relationship, she didn't trust me to be uh, financially stable enough to live with at the time. So she did it, which, you know, you got to respect that because at least she was able to tell me that and be like, nah, I don't think this is a good idea. Um, Because during that time, like I was fucking off real hard. Like I would do whatever I had to do to like for the bare minimum of my living expenses and then whatever extra I had was going straight to the bar, was going straight to adventures with Stallone and just fucking off. So that made sense too why that went that way. Um <clears throat> So all of that as you can understand for the average person could create this cloud in your mind to where I'm about to do it uh, a couple months ago with Maddie of like, damn, if I fucking do this and I haven't been working because I lost my job in April of COVID, haven't been working, I don't have any income, this shit's going to go the same way that the other ones did, you know, she's going to be okay with it for a while, blah, 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 and then eventually she'll get sick of it and then it's going to create arguments and then we're not going to make it through that and then we're going to break up and I'm going to have to find somewhere new to live. That was the old perspective that all of those experiences had me thinking like before I went into this. But then like during during the past few months, as you guys know, I've just been like refocusing things and I came around to the new perspective with this of like it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be the ways that it has been with all my exes that it failed like if I choose to take a new perspective on it and then execute differently than I have in the past behind this new perspective so I started to think along of the lines like well she she was she's okay or was okay with the idea of me living me moving in here at the time even though it wasn't based on a situation where we definitely wanted it to happen, it was because it had to happen. So she was okay with that. Based on the fact that... Uh, damn, I forgot what I said a second ago to where I was going. Um, yeah, based on the fact that she's done... Fuck, I, I, I forgot where I was going with that. But anyway. the newer persp- Oh yeah, the newer perspective that I have on the thing. The newer perspective is that plus if I do what it is that I know I need to do differently than what I have in the past in in the way I am every day and the way that I treat her um, and the way I behave with her in a relationship, then those problems won't exist again. It was a, one of the ways I thought about it. Like I also thought about it too. Like. This is also 
the first of like all my exes that we equally share a strong creative passion and creative entrepreneurial passion to do the things that we love create things we love and create success out of that so then i'm like okay well that's there like that could work out we can build together we can succeed together because we both have that creative like um way about us um and then thinking about like thinking about it like objectively and like itemizing it what are the things that i have that she can make use of by us living together what are the things that she has that i can make use of by us living together that can push the both of the things that we do separately forward as far as just tools and equipment of things um so yeah whatever whatever all of those new ways of thinking brought me to be like more okay in the mind with this situation and because of that since i've moved in back in the second week of november shit's been pretty straight like i said um i don't think i missed i think i missed anything Hmm. other than the fact that lastly with that like I have to give, like, definitely a good thank you, special thank you, and recognition to her for this because another one of the older ways I was thinking about it was, damn, I can't be my age, be unemployed, and then go move in with a 19-year-old who's doing okay for herself and to be under her roof. That doesn't look good on paper. That doesn't look good to like saying that to my friends or when I meet new people like that that was the old way I was thinking about it another thing to where once I kicked that that was just out of the way so again thank you and recognition for being the age that you are and holding shit down the way that you have held it down in 2020 for the past around six months that I was kind of just down and out and really in a hole because Excuse me, damn. Because that whole time, like, when she said that she got me, like, you know, like, your, your, your person be like, oh, it's all right, babe, I got you. Like, it was meant in not a financial fashion of like, oh, I got you, I can pay for this. It was meant like, I got you on everything. And all of her actions for the past months have definitely spoken to that as far as she has gotten me in making sure that I'm good as far as a place to live, making sure that I'm comfortable and I have space that I can call my own in this place to live, like the safety of it and the comfortability of it um, for her to be able to also balance with, with holding all of this down herself, like just like recognition is deserved because what the fuck like that's a lot and i don't be saying that shit often to her on a personal day-to-day level but definitely had to say that because it doesn't go unnoticed for a second because any other time that i've been like th- like i've been in this situation or i've been in a situation that looked like this and i was told oh it's okay or i got you or it's gonna be all right blah 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 
almost always ended in a shit show. This is not ending in a shit show because the girl is actually there for me. So, like, duh. And also, now that I am employed again and I am working again, what do you think is going to happen when it comes to a time where she's down and out and I'm okay? Like, it's not going to be forgotten that that she was there for me. And now that I am employed again, we can both, like I was talking about again, as far as a team, both bring in a value into the home as a team and then better our lives together. So, that's just fucking great. I don't have, like, really too much else to say on that. Thank you. Mm. Another thing, this is kind of an episode of, like, recognition and thank you to people who have been really, like, hard-hitting, supportive, and and have mattered recently in my life, I guess you could say, the way it's going. Because the next person that I want to mention is fucking Stallone because of... Oh, before I get there, let me share with you guys a little piece of how it is that I got to changing my perspectives on the whole living thing with Maddie and checking my past for those things and realizing what I cannot do again and do wrong, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. I might have mentioned it. I don't think that I did. But in the months of October, November, I read this book called Start Where You Are by Chris Gardner, the same author of Pursuit of Happiness. And that book was extremely enlightening for me and reiterating of some hard-hitting topics that I've learned through life from my experience and taught me a couple new ones um, that I'd never really chose or like thought to take a look at. And in those are two lessons that help me with the perspective on all of that shit I just spoke about. And I'm trying to find them right now. And I'll read them to you. Personal lessons drawn from the past. And then they have bullet points. Those who can't remember the past are doomed to repeat it. When asked if I would change one thing from my past, my answer is a resounding no. That includes the good, the bad, the ugly. The future, the present, are rooted in the past. Thorny as it is, it is golden. That's lesson one, right? Through that in my mind, with my own experiences, the same way that you can, and then you could find something new probably there. Here's the second one. This is more to what I'm talking about. This lesson says, in your library of resources, value all experience. So my past is my life, like all of our past is our library of resources. The bullets follow to read. Self-awareness, the answer to whatever you seek to know about yourself now has its roots in the past. It's never too late to revisit your personal library of resources. Besides, you've already got the card and the place. Once opened, it never closes. In the archives of your past, value all experience so those two things while i was reading them in a very challenging place in my mind of of moving in here and all of this this that and the third helped me check my past experiences that i just spoke about with my exes who i was being in that time 
what I did wrong that did not work out and what I could do better this time around. Like those two lessons helped me out extremely with all of that. And then now, like I said, mentally I'm good and I've been good with it and it's been going well. Uh, Back to what I was about to say about Stallone. For the past, he sent me this, he sent me a really long and very thoughtful text message that I have saved and I have been going back to in every few days or weeks when I feel like I'm slipping back into a mindset that I shouldn't or things or I hit obstacles in front of me, blah, blah, blah. And there's when shit just seems like it's hitting the fan, I, I look at this text and it's a good reminder of where the fuck I'm at and how I need to be thinking because he really fucking hit this shit on the nail and it's long I'm gonna warn you now but it's fucking good I'm also gonna take a drink and smoke quick before I get into it So just a little backstory to how it is I ended up receiving this text message. The night before this, I was outside of his house with him talking to him, like really venting about the stresses of my situation going on and really questioning him because he's been in my life for so long and most of my adulthood as to how it is that he thinks I've gotten to where I'm at and, and I've been through all the struggles that... I've been through and how it is that I fall in these ruts and I deserve to be there kind of thing like that was the basis of the conversation um, and then after that night I thanked him for letting me vent blah 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 and then he replied with the text He goes, anytime, brother. My bad. I know y'all are probably like, motherfucker, hurry up and read this shit. You're taking forever. <laughs> He's like, he says, anytime, brother. <coughs> you need to start taking off the armor you built up over years. Don't let the past dictate the future, but use everything you learned in a positive way to impact people. Balance it out. There is always multiple ways to look at things, no matter how bad it seems. It really does come. It really does come down to self-awareness and perspective. You are still young. Start a new plan. Create a new course. New location. But most of all, a new mindset. I'm almost one year into my new plan and still only gave about 20% of my true effort work-wise. But most importantly, I started uncovering all of the bullshit I built in my mind and started to battle that little voice in my head. You have all of the life experience needed to succeed. You have everything it takes. I could show you how to do what I do, but you have to be able to look at it objectively. Also, it may not be what you truly want. I know I don't. Like I said, yesterday is only something I have to do to get to the next stage. 
And then he goes with these two steps. Step one, be kind and throw pride and ego out the window. Step two, put others' needs prior to your own. In other words, be completely selfless in your actions. People in business recognize that shit. They just do. Dude, you could have what you want in this world. The question becomes, what do you want to sacrifice for it? Main point, don't lose yourself. Find yourself the true person I met seven to eight years ago. Do not take away who you have become, but find the core person. That never changes. Be real to the core and remember who the fuck you are. You are fucking Jerron Kane. I ate a lot of shit to get to this point and still eating shit. But guess what? I'm learning how to fucking enjoy things. Whatever you need, dog, don't hesitate. I am here. That shit hit so fucking hard, Stallone, when you text me that. And when I say I have been following this text message every time that I fall off and revisiting this text to remind myself how to move and how to behave since then for like three months now, I probably will always keep this text and go back to it for the rest of my life. You are the fucking homie, bro. I fucking love you. You hit this shit on the nail and it's been working for me. It's really, really been fucking working for me. Um, I don't, I don't know what else to really say. Like, he just answered. He answered a lot of fucking problems. And then since I've been keeping myself mindful of what he said in this text message, every time I'm hit with something in life that's a problem or a hurdle or something that I don't want to fucking deal with, I deal with it a lot fucking better because of this text message. And that's where I've been at, you guys. That's all that I've been doing. That's the ways that I've been thinking. That's how my life has been going. And yeah. That being said, I really do hope to have that motherfucker as a guest on the podcast soon. It's so long overdue because you guys can only imagine how great of a podcast that would be with the text that he just sent to me like that and the both of us sitting down and having a conversation. You could really understand how it is that we're fucking brothers and like that. This bond is never going anywhere. I fuck with that dude for sure. Before I close out, though, I definitely have noticed the increase in supporting of the podcast, both sharing it to people on social media, vocally to me, and subscribing to the podcast that you guys have done. That shit means a lot. It means a lot objectively, and it means a lot personally to me. I fucking appreciate it. So far... Because of you guys subscribing to the podcast, I've been able to buy two items that have helped me further do what I'm doing with the podcast. And with that, it's obvious like it's a good tool or a mindset of this is the money that I made from this. Let me put it back into what I'm doing and invest back into the podcast. So the first item that I got was 
just a fucking external hard drive doesn't sound that serious to a lot of people but with that hard drive i'm able to do a lot more as far as create and store things places that i did not have before because the pc that i have or i bought from stevie was so fucking full um so i got the hard drive and then the second thing i bought was this fucking adapter this usb adapter for my ipad so that i could connect my microphone to the ipad which is why i also sound a little bit better quality wise right now because i'm not recording straight into the ipad like i did last time I'm recording with my speaker, um, so it sounds more professional. This also means that because I got this adapter, I can take the podcast on the go and go visit any guests that I want to have and have a conversation with them if they can't come to me um, and just run shit that way. So that those two things are what I've bought so far, thanks to your subscriptions, and that is just a great example of investing back in yourself and what you're doing so that you can do more with it. And I hope you guys keep fucking listening. I love all of you. Please share this episode. Please share other episodes. Tell people about the podcast because I'm fucking grinding out here and I'm trying to get it. Peace.